It's FM104's Switched On. You know, all of us are worthy of love, but how do you start dating again after some heartbreak? Well, I don't have any answers, but hopefully the CEO and co-founder of Intro Matchmaking, Fergal Harrington, he's got some answers. Fergal, hello, how are you? I am great, thank you for having me. Uh, sun is shining, all is well. It is good, isn't it? What an amazing day it was today. It's one of those days where if you're lucky enough to be in love, strolling down the beach hand in hand or through Stevens Green or something, it's just wonderful. This is true, but it's also good to know that there's so many people who are out and about wanting to meet people, uh, and the, the beer garden, the Stevens Green kind of uh, vibe, it's all like, it's there for the taking. People just need to put themselves out there, and I suppose the, the main crux of it is there's about 1.55 million single people in this country and about 418,000 separated and divorced people. For a little nation of five odd million, it's, it's a hell of a lot. So there's plenty numbers. But I often think that when I talk to people on a daily basis here at Intro, people ring up and say, geez, is there anyone else who feels the way I feel? Or, my God, are there any normal people? Where are all the normal people? Like, they're out there. But it's a lot of the time where, putting, where people are putting themselves. Um, it's where they're placing their profile. It's whatever online dating app they might be on that just hasn't worked for the last two or three three years but they hope that it will change if they continue and I think it's really important for people to review what they're doing and if it ain't working well fix it and you know people as well it's very easy to become quite dismissive of other people um, because a lot of the time after a breakup people end up looking at profiles of people and they might see similarities uh, in the person that they're about to date uh, with the person they just broke up with Mm -hmm. and they kind of start you know, generalizing, oh, I don't want to meet your man because he's a guard and the last was a guard and that means, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely going to fail or I don't want to meet anyone who's separated because the last, you know, person I went out with was separated and the ex came back and ruined everything. So now I'm going to rule out all separated people. And that's what I see as one of the major, major key issues. We generalize a lot and um, we don't give people a, a chance a lot of the time. We kind of prejudge and that shoots people in the foot. And in this country, a lot of the time on profiles, like we're obviously not an app, we're a dating agency based on Grafton Street, but we cater for the entire country. So we have members now on our books from 20 up to 93 and everything in between. And they're all either single, separated, divorced or widowed. But they're usually people who are over the, um, they're over the online scene, they're over the pub scene. They kind of wanted to cut out the, the, the messing and just get straight to, I want marriage, I want kids. So if that's what you're looking for too, then great, let's do this. If not, don't waste my time. It's kind of a, a no-nonsense kind of approach and a more direct way of meeting people um, but so many people are saying stuff like I'm sick of swiping right and left I'm sick of being ghosted I'm sick of having to be witty the whole time and like you know be back and forth and then they, they stop talking for ages and you see the two ticks but then you know they read it but then they don't write back and what's that all about and how, the, how rude are they yeah, that wrecks people's heads and it kind of makes people exhausted from the whole uh, sort of the dating experience and that's what people are coming back to us more and more saying, would you just do it for us? Because I cannot deal with this anymore. Is, is, is it actually in one way easier to meet people now, but mentally it's much more devastating when they leave you on red and you're just ghosted? 
Yeah, it, it's like, was it me? Was it something I said? Was I not funny enough? Was the joke inappropriate? Was uh, was I, what, did I did I come across as a bit boring? It makes people self doubt themselves a huge amount, and they start overanalyzing things. Then and then they start thinking, oh my god, it's me, and it's not you. They could just be literally about to eat dinner, and it, it, but you start catastrophizing things and overanalyzing it and making you think, oh my god, it's me, it's me, it's me. It's not you. Everyone's busy. Everyone's running around the place. Everyone's like either working remotely or else they're in the office and they're just mm. having to get on with life. Everyone is run ragged around the place, to be honest with you. Um, but then some people go off and they go on 20 dates in a week. I thought like it might have been a month, but like some people I know of will go on 20 dates a week and they go back cappuccinos within about three to five minutes of meeting the person, then say, nah, don't like your man. His belt doesn't match his shoes. Done. Good luck. And they kind of, they sling their hook and they move on. They say, on, on to the next, on to the next. And it's kind of this the grass could be greener mentality, uh, which is ruining an awful lot of us and ruining an awful lot of our chances because people will go out and date. Johnny will go out on a date with, uh, with herself and he'll think, oh, yeah, she's nice and all. But, like, you know, the one tomorrow said she goes to the gym five times a week and does Pilates three times a week. So she'll probably be looking a little bit more like what I want. And so they almost decide against the person when they're in the middle of the first date. So we don't give each other enough of, a, of an opportunity. So whereas you're right, it is... There's never been more opportunity because there's so many people single here. But at the same time, people have become quite judgmental and a little bit, they have this fixated type in their head. And often they'd come into us and they'd say stuff like, here, I, um, I know exactly what I want because I've been around the block and I know what I don't want. So here's my type. And I'm like, well, with respect, your type hasn't worked so far. So you should stop going <laughs> for your type. You know, you need to kind of, uh, you need to remember that when you're dating, it's not all about just what you're looking for. You have to fit in to what they're looking for as well. And uh, so often it can be a real Mayfainer kind of attitude. I want this, you get me that. Like, and then the pressure people put on themselves is immense. I had a, a guy, 39, ringing up and he said, here, I'll join you, Fergal. I'll join intro matchmaking here now and uh, I'll go ahead straight away. But I want you to confirm and guarantee that the woman that I meet is going to be pregnant before I turn 40. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm like, well, that's a little bit of pressure now. I, I'm feeling the pressure from that there, Johnny, uh, let alone what she's going to be feeling when you go out on a date and make her think, he's just looking for a baby-making machine. So it's, it's a bit terrifying. And then when people have bad dates, it's like, oh, God, I had a terrible date. I went out with your man, and he started like, you know, one guy I'll never forget. I, I talk about this on the, the pod. Sorry for the, the cheeky plug. That's all right. uh, we've a, Is This Why You're Single is, is the podcast that I'm doing now with the Daily Mail group with Lisa Brady. And uh, one of them was on social etiquette. And this is one of the biggest things that happens on dates. And people are just disgusted and revolted by people on dates thinking, oh, my God, where was your man dragged up? What's going on here? So this guy went on a date and um, he ordered just soup and chips. And then he went ahead and proceeded to uh, dip each chip into the soup, <laughs> suck the soup off the chip, and then leave the chip on the side plate. <laughs> oh, he didn't even eat the chip. No, the chips were just left to the side. No. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's a Bill the third time he did that type of moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bill, please, I'm done. Oh, my yeah, God. Slightly wow. off-putting. A perfect place, though, to take a little bit of a music break. And what better song than Dua Lipa and Calvin Harris, One Kiss. We'll be back with more top tips on dating and heartbreak from Fergal Harrington. First, Dua Lipa, it's One Kiss. It's F104. One kiss is all it takes.